Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. Amazing people who serve an amazing God. We are back here, right here in this virtual space to talk about the third installment of our December series, Christ Carols. We've been talking about good songs about Jesus that are inside of the Bible. We've talked about Zechariah. We even talked about Isaiah. But today we're going to talk about Mary. If you like that song, Mary, Did You Know? I want you to pay close attention to Luke 1, verses 46 through 56, as we examine and explore together Mary's song, because Mary did in fact know. It's in Luke chapter 1, verse 46, where we will read just this first verse to jump us off right now. And it says, Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. Mary in her song has a very huge reason to sing. She has been blessed beyond measure and chosen by God to carry the savior of the entire universe. Have you ever received a blessing from God that was so expansive and amazing that it led you to immediate praise and worship to God? If you've ever had your spirits lifted, if you've ever been encouraged by a friend or if you've ever been given an unexpected blessing or had someone forgive you after a wrong, then you understand why Mary has a great reason to sing. You see, the integrity of God, along with the provision of God, are reasons why not only Mary sings, but why we can join in. You see, Mary sings and we can join in. Why? Because God is worthy. So together this month, again, I tell you, we've looked at Zechariah's song about Jesus. We've heard Isaiah's song about Jesus, but now we need to hear Mary's song. And so from a reading of Luke 1 verse 46, notice that what is, notice that what's in this verse is the reason why this song gets its name. You see, we call it Mary's song, but some people call it the Magnificat. You see, this beautiful Christ carol is only recorded right here in the gospel according to Luke. Mary's song known as the Magnificat is sung in many church services around the world, especially in this time of the year. Mary echoes relatable reasons why she can sing. But once you hear Mary's reasons, I'm sure you're going to find them quite applicable to your life and my life as well. And so there are a couple of reasons why Mary can sing. And the first reason is this. She sings because of God's mercy. Mm. Listen to these angelic lyrics found in Luke 1, 46 down to verse 50. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, but he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed 
For the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. Mary sings about God's mercy. You may ask to yourself, okay, what is mercy really? Well, mercy is God's compassion and forgiveness given to his people despite life's difficult challenges. Mary is joyful that God has chosen her to usher in the savior of the entire world. In spite of financial challenges, age and more, God has superimposed his will onto Mary's life to allow her to be an essential bearer of the greatest gift the world has ever seen. God's mercy towards Mary is a real life example of what Jesus will afford to the entire world in an intentional manner. God shows us that mercy lives when we have the faith to believe. God's compassion and forgiveness will come to earth, not in something that we wrap and put under a tree, but God's compassion and forgiveness will come to earth by a person named Jesus. This is why Mary is so excited as the pregnant one. She is so excited because she is not pregnant with a regular baby. She is pregnant with the savior of the world. This is not a one time blessing, but as Mary says, generations after generations will experience God's mercy. But what is amazing about Mary is that she believes in the one who saves before Jesus is even born. Check that. How do I know this? I'm glad you asked. If we look at Luke chapter one, verses thirty nine through forty five, you will see that Mary took a road trip. (laughs) She went to go visit a family member by the name of Elizabeth. And when she arrives, she wants to say hello to Elizabeth. And before she can even respond, we are told that she sees Elizabeth and the baby inside of Elizabeth's stomach leaps Hmm. Y'all, the baby was praising God in the womb because the baby understood that he was in the presence of Jesus. Listen to what Elizabeth says and witness God's mercy on display right here in Luke chapter one, verses 42 through 43. The text says, and exclaim with a loud cry, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me? that the mother of my Lord comes to me. Y'all, God's mercy is evident right here in the text. And Elizabeth and the baby inside of her, who will eventually be named John, sees it. (laughs) This gift of God's mercy leads Mary and Elizabeth into faith because it is evident that God right here has put his super on their natural. And because of God's mercy, their lives will never be the same. Friends, in Mary's song, we not only see God's mercy, but Mary can continue to sing. Why? Because God has shown that he will indeed turn the table. God has shown that he has the capability and ability to turn the table in all of our lives. Friends, God specializes in turning the table in our lives. And as we will notice in Mary's life as well, Mary's song continues in verses 51 down to verse 53 saying, 
He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Mary says the proud were powerful together and now they're scattered. She says the powerful had seats of influence once and now God has reversed the situation by removing the powerful from their seats of influence and raising those from below. God has continuously turned the table by providing for the hungry and sending those who have an abundance away empty. Clearly in Mary's song, Mary's lyrics detail the work of God purposely turning the table, <laughs> turning the table in such a way that those who normally do not have a seat at the table now have a front row seat. <laughs> and it is a seat filled with God's favor, God's mercy and even God's redemption. You see, the reversal that Mary has experienced here is monumental. To be chosen by God to assist in bringing to earth the savior of the entire world. Y'all, that's joy to the world. <laughs> but I want you to know a little bit about Mary because Mary is a young lady. She's a first century Jewish woman from Nazareth. She's a young woman engaged to be married to Joseph. She doesn't have much. Life has not been very kind to her. But yet suddenly there's an upset in her equilibrium because she gets a visit by an angel named Gabriel. And he announces to her that God is about to shift and turn the tables in your life. <laughs> Mary goes from being oppressed to ushering in the omnipotent. God turns the table for Mary and the world benefits by God using Mary to bring joy to the world. <laughs> Think about it like this. When you think about turning tables, you know, there once was a wooden table with a wobbly leg on the right side. Every day, the owner of this table would sit at the right side of the table. And whenever he ate or wherever he whatever he drunk, it would always fall all over the table because of this wobbling. He continued to spill drinks and to continue to spill food all over the table. Well, one day there was a remedy. His son came to his house unknowingly and he fixed the wobbly leg on the right side of the table, after which he repositioned the table. Well, after that, he cleaned the table. The owner of this table, he said he had no clue of this or what had happened. Well, when the owner of this table sat down, to eat again. He noticed, however, that the table didn't wobble anymore. The table had been fixed all of a sudden. He noticed that now he didn't spill anything. <laughs> he noticed that now when he ate, all of his food stayed on his plate. Why? Because the table had been repositioned. Why? Because the wobbly leg had been fixed. Well, friends, you may say to yourself, well, Josh, what does this have to do with Mary's life? Well, let me tell you, God turned the table in Mary's life and God also turns the table for us. God not only chose Mary, but we can be excited and sing along because God indeed chooses us. <laughs> See, God fixed the wobbly 
wobbly circumstances of oppression and depression and lack and reposition her life by choosing her to bring joy into the world. And see, we can get excited because God redeemed Mary and he redeems us. We can get excited because through this selfless act of Jesus coming to earth to be God with us, it's the beginning of something new. It's the beginning of something new that starts with Mary, but will flow out into the entire world. Thank God for his ability to turn the table in our lives, to turn the table into favor for us. Thank God for the way he dispenses his mercy lovingly to each and every one of us. And it's all made available by Jesus coming to earth. Friends, we can get excited and sing with Mary because of God's mercy, but also we can get excited and sing with Mary because God gifts the world with Jesus. You see, gifts are amazing, y'all. But the gift that Jesus is to the world, it does not fit properly under a tree, but it flows out into the world. Listen to Mary's description of the gift of Jesus, beginning in chapter one, verse 54 down to 56. The text says he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. Y'all, Jesus coming to, to the world provides help with a large amount of mercy. Jesus comes and his presence stands as a fulfillment of promises made many, many years ago. God gifts us with the love that comes in the form of grace. It comes in the form of mercy, redemption, love, patience, time, relationships, friendships, and even joy. The Lord is a promise keeper. He's a promise keeper that really kept and made a generational promise to Abraham and to every one of his descendants who would follow that they would indeed be blessed. See, Jesus, our Emmanuel, blesses Abraham and everyone who follows Abraham. Jesus is the reason that we sing. Jesus is the reason for this season. Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving. Jesus is the reason that Mary sings this Christ carol. And we see and are reminded that we too can sing. You know, many people don't know that the Christ carol known as joy to the world initially began as a poem that was written by Isaac Watts in 1719. Those loving lyrics of joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth, let, ev let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature sing. We sing those lyrics not understanding that it was a poem that was not made into a song until 1839. It took time, y'all. Hmm. The carol that many of us know and love today took some long periods of time to develop. George of the World Now is the most published Christmas hymn in North America. Hmm. 
But Jesus is the joy that's referred to in this song. Jesus is also the joy that Mary sings about. Jesus is also the centerpiece of our joy in our lives. Friends, when we think about Jesus coming to earth, understand that Jesus came to earth as a baby. He died as a man, but rose from the grave and was always our savior. Friends, I want you to understand today that Jesus is our joy and he brings joy to the entire world. And so we hear the lovely song, Mary, did you know? But Mary did. The angel Gabriel had told her it was about to turn in her favor. Mary did indeed know. It didn't catch Mary by surprise except initially. And so Mary was probably thinking what the psalmist said. Who am I that you are mindful of me? Friends, I want you to know that we can all think that and raise that question to God. Who are we? that you are mindful of us. But the truth is, we're his children. And he loves us so much that he allowed his son to come down to earth to bring joy to our lives and joy to the world. The together takeaway is real small, but I want you to hold on to it. It's from Mary's song, and it's this, that the presence of Jesus gifts us with generational love. The presence of Jesus gifts us with generational love. Friends, one thing about it is we live in such a hectic world that some things do catch us by surprise. The thing is, nothing catches God by surprise. Wouldn't you like to put your fate, your trust and your hope in a God who loved you so much that he sent Jesus to die for you? So I say right now, as you've heard Mary's song, I ask you, do you know Jesus? Because Christmas is awesome, but Jesus is the reason for this season. If you don't know Jesus, you can accept Christ into your heart from right where you are. All you have to do is pray and repeat a simple prayer right after me. If you'd like to do that right now, you feel Jesus really touching your heart and you want to accept him, just repeat after me. Let's pray together. I admit that I'm a sinner in need of God's love. I believe that Jesus died for me and I confess that Christ is the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you have any prayer requests, if you have any Christmas songs you want us to listen to, feel free to email us at alltogether at spdl.org. If you'd like to sow into this ministry, you can do so by going to spdl.org and the giving option is there. But this week, I want to challenge you to sing about your Savior. Sing because of God's mercy, the way he turns the tables for us, but also the gift that he gives us in Jesus. And remember that the presence of Jesus, it gifts us with not just right now love, but generational love. Have a great week, and I hope to see you here next week.
Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church.